Sports Dump. Let's ride. Welcome back to Lewis County's only sports podcast, sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, Global Septic, and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. I'm Aaron Van Tyle, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Alec Dietz and Chronicle Sports Reporter Josh Kirschenbaum. It is Wednesday, January 18th. And how are we feeling about the sports? They're dumping. Yes. They're good. You guys are so enthused. They're good. It's been good. I've had a good time recently. Alec is fired up because I told him I saw Babylon and enjoyed it. Yeah. Good movie. Of course you did. I was expecting it. (laughs) No, no, I've been horrified when people are like, oh, yeah, I'll go see it. And then I'm like, oh, what if they don't like it? (laughs) (laughs) it (laughs) Because I really liked it. It was so much fun. It was just so so wild. I will never do that to you. Yeah. You should watch it. No. It's good. Maybe when it comes to VOD, Josh will sit down and enjoy just immerse himself in old hollywood for three hours um yeah our first our first section here chris white hit 100 yeah he got the c note in the dubs column it's a lot of wins a lot of wins you like a lot of wins like you like a lot of points yeah yeah you had to think about that for a second i did i don't like him as much as i like a lot you don't like people being that successful no you know let somebody else have some fun yeah uh, WFOS beat White River 87-73 on Saturday. Coach Chris White hit 100. Uh, he was honored before the Bearcats game against Shelton on Tuesday. Oh, okay. I thought I thought they were honoring him before the game against uh, White River. And like, well, that's a, <laughs> this that's will a, be. Well, that's a flex. <laughs> uh, on the road, too. Yeah. yeah. Hold up. We can start in a sec. <laughs> I just want you to know that when we beat you. <laughs> this is almost certainly going to be number 100. Uh, they held on for a 50-47 win for number 101 against Shelton on Tuesday. This is his eighth season in Chehalis. This will be his fourth straight winning season. Is that already guaranteed? Is it? They're 10 and 3 now and they 11 and 3. 11 and 3. Well, his fourth straight regular season winning definitely, definitely then. Yeah. I guess you could still like lose all the rest of your games and then lose two playoff games and then it would technically be a losing season if you're counting it like that. I'm not really sure how to count it. But I think if he lost the rest of his games, they would not make the district playoffs. So, <laughs> Oh, interesting. What a conundrum. Yeah. Tank. Right. <laughs> his overall record is 101 and 69. It's the third most wins by WFOS coach. Tom Smith has 213. Ryan Robertson has 163. And I, What do you remember about Tom Smith as a coach at WFOS? Didn't he win a state title in like the 60s? Yeah, well, yeah, that was like when you were in high school, right? That was, yeah. That was <laughs> when I was just getting my start in the sporting game. And Ryan Robertson, of course, is now in Tenino. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, any other any other thoughts on Chris White and the Bearcats? No, no, just a cool achievement. Get yeah. honored for it. Not a lot of coaches, uh, you know, go for that long. Yeah, so. you got to stick around at a place that long. To do right. It. Along with success, I know that sort of looking at their year-to-year schedule, you took a bit to get going there but it seems like he's kind of found his system that works and he's got a group of guys that are taking him places yeah and he did take him to a state championship game a couple years ago they lost to i want to say linden probably probably a good bet probably anyway yeah they had a good maybe team. they'll that get was, back there this year we yeah. shall see yeah yeah it, it could happen you never know they will need to get it back i mean i didn't see that game against shelton but that sounded like it should have been a slightly less competitive game, and then Shelton just came 
didn't quit and kept coming back. And I think yeah. they scored like 20 points in the fourth quarter. It sounds like it wasn't very competitive until all of a sudden it kind of was. So Thanks, Soren Dalen. That kind of happens. Soren Dalen basketball. scored 24 points. Tyler Klatouche was not in the lineup. Yeah, knee, sh- knee injury. So that'll be something to watch going forward. He's coming back soon. If he, yeah, if he can he come will. back. Okay. Yeah, he, he is coming back. Yeah, yeah. The coach has told me. He's, he's coming back at some point. It's okay. a minor knee issue. Okay. okay. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Gobel Septic. Providing septic service and portable sanitation solutions for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Cowlitz, and Grays Harbor County. Are you guys bummed out that it's it's winter and all your sporting events are indoors and thus you are not yeah. able to enjoy a Gobel Septic portable sanitation station? Yes. I thought so. Yes. Gobel Septic provides septic pumping inspection, riser installation, commercial septic pumping, grease trap services, and of course... Rents you porta potties and portable sinks. Visit Gobel Septic, G O E B E L Septic.com or call them at 360 736 2167. Next news item. And this is news to me. I did not know this had occurred. Adna has found its football coach. Yeah. Yeah. They announced Tuesday, that's yesterday, that they had hired Goldendale's Aaron Cochran as their new head football coach. He was at Goldendale from 2018 to 2022. Compiled a record of 23 and 24, but went 17 and 5 over the past two seasons. The Timberwolves made it to state for the first time since 2010 and their first time as a 2B team this season, losing to Raymond South Bend in the first round. And this coming off a 5 and 6 season under one year interim coach Jason Dunnigan. The Pirates only scored multiple touchdowns in four games and scored 13 points in the final four weeks of the season. And it graduates 11 seniors from last fall's team, including everyone who earned first or second team all C2BL honors. They will return starting quarterback Lane Johnson. But beyond that, a lot of new faces in the lineup. Uh, what Do you guys know anything else about Aaron Cochran? What's, what's his deal? I know they run a pretty tough physical sort of system over there. I'm, I'm sure uh, it's not going to look the exact same. Uh, when he's at Adna, but I know um, talking to Luke Salmi the other day about the hire, uh, he said he's just excited for someone to kind of come in and mix things up a little bit, change what they kind of do. I think the program's probably been a little bit stagnant, you know, over the past couple of years, they really haven't been relevant at the state stage in a couple of years. So uh, looking for someone to make the team tough to be able to, uh, you know, match up with the the Onalaskas, the Napa Vines, the you know, I mean, the C two B is a you know, it's it's, driven, it's a meat grinder. It's driven on tough, every game is a dog fight. It it's driven on the tough teams, and I think you know what last year kind of showed with their team was their offense in particular wasn't really that tough. They got pushed around a lot, so yeah. um, and uh, and then they also chose to go with a sort of an outsider. You know, I mean, still from the state of Washington, coach over more local candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna sure who I know was there. Cause I think, I don't know who knows, uh, if I'm allowed to say anything, but there were local candidates that, uh, you know, applied and, uh, you know, they chose to go with someone that would kind of come in and, and mix things up a little bit, which I think that program kind of needs. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think the, yeah, the interesting thing is what's going to happen on offense. Well, the first thing is they need to, he needs to bring back the blue jerseys because those black jerseys are no. <laughs> the second thing is, yeah, this offense, I think, Adna was the team to me that had the just the biggest gap between watching them, how good they could have been and how good they were. And a lot of that is toughness. But I think there was a lot of potential that just didn't get realized last year. Especially mm-hmm. offensively. Especially Their defense offensively. was pretty like, stout. Watching them obviously take on a super 
overmatched White Swan team. What was it, week two or three? Was one of it was one of the most you know fast paced, over the top, chunk yardage offensive performances I've seen. And I, I mean, even compared to like watching the Toledo's and Ani's go against completely overmatched teams, like when they were doing what they wanted to do, they looked really good, and they just couldn't find that for the rest of the season. And you look at, I haven't watched Goldendale, but looking at their numbers, obviously they're not playing the C2BL schedule um, in their league, <laughs> but they were scoring. I think I think they hit 40 points in half their games last year. So, like, yeah. His, his offense knows how to score points, and it'll be interesting to see, A, how quickly they get to his system and how quickly they get that down and, yeah, how, that, how they can then turn it around against... The toughest team in the, the toughest league in the state of Washington. Absolutely. Uh, this podcast also brought to you by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. Did you, know, you guys you know? Send send uh, their stats too is uh, Cochran. Yeah, send it over to Aaron Cochran. You know he can he can apply for a Synchrony Home credit card, get promotional financing on all the new furniture for his new home. In Maybe sit back and add watch area. some Babylon. <laughs> Yeah, sit back, you know, fire at Babylon and be like, this is going to be our offense. Just propulsive, fast-paced, just a just mile a, a minute. An elephant? A lot of... <laughs> I just know about the elephant. A lot of elephant yeah. shit. Uh, it's a jump scare. It was... Well, and then it... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a picture. But if you theoretically needed to furnish a new apart, a new home in Adna with plenty of... I don't know, do they sell, like, whiteboards? Can you, like, draw up plays? Uh, yeah, you know, probably something big with a lot of space, a lot of seating for your players and nice home movie systems to play film for them. Well, probably sell you a nice cot to sleep in, in the, the office. Yeah, that too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just Check grind and tape. Do they have cots? Uh, probably a nice entertainment center to grind tape on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elam's home furnishing is a mattress gallery. Check out their, their showroom at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. Give them a call. 807-1211. Tell them Aaron Cochran sent you. Yeah, or visit <laughs> Don't Elam's, <say> elamshf.com and check out their, their deals online. A uh, couple notable results from the last week. Adna Boys beat Chief Leshai at Lower Columbia at the MLK Day Classic. Yeah. Uh, Set day tribute. Yeah, 62-58. Sure. Seth Meister at 21. Braden Salmi and Lane Johnson, 11 each. The Pirates pass a late-season district test. You guys are down there for this, right? Yeah. yeah. First of all, shout-out LCC again. They put on a really good show. Second year in a row for me going there. Yeah. And it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, sort of a back-and-forth game. It was a weird game because both those teams do pretty much exactly the same thing. They want to play 100 miles a minute and, um, you know, up and down the court, playing transition and all that stuff. And it was... It was just a slog in the first half. I mean, I think the halftime score was like 23 to 22 or something. It was pretty ugly. Um, and then Adna eventually started kind of picking up steam. They actually had a size advantage in this game. And, uh, you know, Lane Johnson, uh, you know, was their, the, probably the tallest player on the court for most of the game and sort of started to assert himself down low. So they eventually pulled away. But, um, you know, you, you go back to the toughness conversation with Adna. I think, you know, Solmi said after the game, if we – want to be one of the last five teams, uh, you know, in the district tournament, we got to be tougher. You know, Chief Leshai is probably the number one team in the Pacific right now. I know Iwako is also very good. Um, and then you have you have five legitimate state contending teams, at least, uh, in the Central 2B. So uh, there's going to be teams to get left out. And 
Uh, if Adna doesn't want to be one of them, they, uh, you know, this, that game, one, always happy to come out with a win, but that game sort of serves as a reminder that, you know, this is when it starts getting kind of serious. Right. Uh, another big one, the Napvine girls beat Adna also down at LCC. Yep. First time since 2018. 52-43 was the final. Tigers are in the driver's seat for a league championship. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Probably the first time they've had one of those since also 2018. Yeah. Like the, Josh Faye told me the last time they beat Adna, Molly Olson was on the team and okay. all that. Yeah, so. That would have been about, about right. Uh, Morgan Hamilton had 18. Napavine held Adna without a field goal for the game's final 12 minutes. Went on a 25-7 run after trailing by eight. The day after I write that really long article about how many weapons Adna has. Yeah, that was, it was they, wild. They, they, they didn't have shit personally. Yeah. They didn't make a shot for 12 minutes of game time. I mean, that is an absurd. Like, I, I had Chris Terabakia sitting next to me doing stats, and I was just like, when's the last time Adam has, like, made a shot? And he was like, I have no idea. I'll get it to you after the game because, like, his system couldn't do the live yeah. stuff. But um, it was it was wild. And that's a huge win for, for Napa Vine, um, a program that – uh, is used to kind of competing for league championships and has, and has been a little bit down over recent years. Yeah. Um, and is still really young, but, you know, to beat an Adam team, kind of to get the monkey off your back a little bit, they're probably going to end up seeing him again. So you want to, you don't want to get too happy, but um, that's a big win for that program and a battle between two top five teams in the state by most polls. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of cool to see Schutz, who was the coach there, like, he was probably the coach there when like Banish was in high school. Yeah, he said this year was his twentieth year total of coaching. So yeah, um, and yeah, he being the head coach took him to state. I think they took him to a state championship game back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, somewhere in there. Um, and yeah, he always had he always coached him up and had a really competitive team. And it's nice to see him kind of get him back in there. And you know, Napavine and Adna being like a competitive top of the league standings rivalry is like, that's cool. That's fun. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. It, and it was, it was a good environment over at LCC and, um, it was a really good competitive game. You know, mm-hmm. um, I could definitely see, I could definitely see a rematch of those teams in districts for sure. Who is the home team in that one? Uh, Napavine. So Napavine gave up a home game to play that at LCC. Interesting. Yeah, it was kind of interesting because would have been a better environment in Napavine. I it was it was great at LCC. I have zero complaints about that. But I think, like we said last week, Adna has a bunch of players that are either being recruited or have already signed to play at LCC, and Napavine doesn't have any. So, well, I mean, that makes sense. Like Banish was the starting point guard at LCC yeah. for a couple years. But I mean, like, why did Napavine give up the a home game to? you know, as a favor to some Adna players that are going to play there next Lucas year. Lucas Meyer was really happy about it. Yeah. Well, well, and the other thing is it's kind of a showcase, I guess, for your players. So if you're like Morgan Hamilton, you're a senior on the Napavine team and you're trying to get recruited that, you know, that was probably a pretty good case Yeah. on, in, on LCC's court. So, um, yeah, cool game. I had no problem with it being at LCC. Um, they're well, gonna as have- long as you didn't have a problem with it, then. Well, clearly Napavine and Adna didn't either. So I don't know. What does Josh's opinion matter? Not at all. You sure Adna liked it? I don't know if they liked the outcome. They did. Did you I guys talk to Vanish after the game? They they wanted it to be there. On your adventure down to Longview, did Josh like show you all the, the hot spots to get dinner and you guys no. go get a nice no, nice he, burger, go over to Nips or something? He left after his games. Oh, that's not true. Did you, uh, well, did, you did you did you just go to your Longview home? 
Uh, also from the LCC showcase, Tumwater finally beats a uh, higher classification team. They beat 4A Skyview 63-61, and Luke Brewer had 26 points. Yeah, talking about my Longview home, this was great because I was just talking to Wilson after the game and uh, in the halls at LCC's gymnasium, and a bunch of people came over and be like, hey, it's good to see you, Josh, and both of us would be like, oh, you too, man. Because mm-hmm. you're both named Josh. Right? Yeah, it is, yeah, and yeah, we both uh, were in Longview, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, it was a really good game. This was it was a lot like their game against Timberline. They fell into a twenty to eight hole like thirty seconds into the second quarter. Um, Skyview has some dudes, and Tumwater took its time to get going, and it kind of settled into this pattern where starting the second quarter, Tumwater would go on a run, and Skyview would always answer. Like Tumwater got it down to three points in the second, and by the end of the by halftime, it was seven. And then straight out of halftime, Luke Brewer hit like four huge shots in a row to take a quick lead, and then Skyview. Poured ten in a row, uh, and then going into the fourth, they finally put it all together. They had they pulled a run, they got some stops, they finally got the lead. I think to, with like a minute left, and yeah, this was a really big character win. Uh, Brewer had a huge game. Andrew Collins had a huge game. Um, Tanner Brewer had a couple huge offensive rebounds. This was yeah the type of game that is sort of a state atmosphere against a state level team. I mean, Skyview is kind of outside the top ten in four A, but that makes them up you know, top four in state, probably two A team. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Napavine boys lost to Tuta Lake. It's their first league loss. Probably Napavine. the first upset of the season. Upset. Yeah. I sort of saw something like that coming, but sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that, is that what you guys felt when you lambasted me for saying Tuta Lake would be in the district finals? Tuta Lake has beaten the Napavine boys like three times in a row. I could have mm-hmm. predicted that was going to happen. Okay. I think Tuta Lake's kind of got Napavine's number. Uh, the Tigers were in foul trouble. Carson Denault played just 11 minutes, only had one point. Uh, James Gross had 27, and Zach Swanson scored 37 for Tudor Lake, 11 from the free throw line. The one I heard Tarabakia told me was that Kale Kimball had... No, not Kale Kimball. Who's their big guy? Lundquist? Lundquist. Hunter Lundquist had 19, and I think he played mm-hmm. 28 minutes. And if they, they had, had another kid score like 15, too. Yeah. And Connor Cox put some in, but like, he only had like eight. Yeah. Uh, who's but the other kid that's kind of big? Nicholson? Right. Uh, it might have been Nicholson that had Nicholson 14 or, or 15. Yeah. But if they, if Tudelay can have a post presence, that's new. And mm-hmm. also, I, I don't know if I want to say scary, but like that's something that could actually turn them into a team that does this more than once. Well, I think for Napavine, too, if, if Denault gets in foul trouble, they have to sort of dramatically change how they play because Jack yeah. Nelson comes in and he's more he's of a, a key post. Yeah. You know, it to. doesn't run the floor like Carson Denault does, which is kind of what they like to do when he's in there. So, um, you know, I think that's something Napavine is going to have to adjust to if, if Denault has a hard time staying on the floor with foul trouble is, uh, you know, maybe trying to slow it down a little bit more or, or just adjusting things. Um, so that it's an interesting result for sure. But also I like Toodle Lake beat them at state last year. Um, and I think they might've beat him in the district tournament too. So, um, they've kind of got their number right now mm. and not to make, yeah, one more, not to make the segment too long, but the one other notable result that just came in Toledo girls beat Wakayakum. Oh yeah. That oh, was yeah, a, yeah. I know Wakayakum is definitely on the down, down just numbers wise, talent wise, adding to beat them 80, two to 26 or something like that. Like it was ugly. Yeah. But, I think that's why I didn't put it in there. But Toledo is also what four days removed from not having enough players to field a team. Yeah. And 
hasn't won, gotten a ton of big wins. I mean, I remember watching them in the district title game against Wakaikum, and that was two years ago, and it also wasn't close. Like, yeah, just be, we're sort of at the point with like Kalama football over the fall. Like, it's still Wakaikum girls basketball. You beat them. They're defending be, league champs. Yeah, they're still defending league champs. Pretty much everyone hasn't beaten them for two or three years now, and it's notable. So good for the Riverhawks. Uh, poll update on the boys' side. In the 2A's, Tumwater holds steady at number seven. WFS did not receive votes for the first time this year. In the 2B boys, Davenport still number one. Morton White Pass still number three. Though they're number two on the RPI board, they dropped a spot. Uh-oh. Adna is number seven, and Napfine is number eight. Wakayakum is number nine, and Chief Lesha and Tudor Lake are receiving votes. That is one, two, three, four, five, six C2, well, District four teams. And how many does D4 get to state this year? Four or five? Five? five. Okay. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be a good team that gets left out. I think there's six teams there. I think four of them will make it, and then there will be one wild card that sneaks in. Out, that isn't one of those six? Yeah. Like who? I don't know. Is it's it just weird things always happen. Raymond? Like Toledo? Somebody's going to get hot. Iwako? Sure. I think uh, <laughs> Iwako beat know. Adna. People forget that. Adna beat Iwako. No. Iwako beat Adna. Iwako beat Adna. I think out of those, Leshai is probably the odd one out, having watched them. Leshai soundly beat Iwako earlier this year. But it's oh, no, also, out of the teams that are all. Oh, sure, on the, that list. Yeah, sure. on that list, I think. But the way the bracket is set up, yeah, it's it'd be really hard for one Pacific team to not make it. For you one know, of their top two seeds not to get through. Like, their path is going to be set up as such that, I mean, they would have to get upset by a team that's not very good for them not to make it. You know, so, like, normally, you know, like in like during volleyball for season, for example, there's no matter how bad the league is over there, someone will kind of make it just because even if they get sent to the loser's bracket, they'll play all those teams they beat up on. I mean, yeah, the, so the top two teams from the, each two league get a buy, so that would yep. set them up against the central two B number three. I I would have to look at the bracket in front of me, but either way, I think that I if I were to guess the split, I think four are going to come from the central, and one's going to come from the Pacific. So it'll come yeah, down to Leshire or Waco, and it could be either. And then I think either Wakayakum, Tootle. Adna are probably fighting for those spots. I think Napa Vine and Morton might pass are safe, but we'll see. So they're playing. Maybe tonight. it depends on the bracket. Yeah, tonight's is. like tonight's the interesting one. So Morton White Pass is playing Napa Vine tonight, and then yeah. that, I think that Adna Wakayakum game. Those are two teams that both lost to both of those mm-hmm. um, top uh, other two teams. It's kind of if, th- if this were a holiday tournament featuring MWP Napa Vine Wakayakum and Adna Wakayakum and Adna would be playing for third place today. Yeah, yes. and I think the interesting thing is how close, like if that game is not close in one direction or another, I think it kind of changes my perception. Especially if Adna beats Wakayakum soundly, which could happen. Sure. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the 1B boys, Oakville number five, Mossy Rock number seven, Valley number eight. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. SB I would Live have, has I would have Oakville at four. Expected that to be a different order. Yeah, SB Live like has Oakville at four, and I think people are just copying over that because. Sorry, SB Live. Oakville is not the fourth best team in the state. All right, we'll see. Uh, on the girls' side, <laughs> in the two A's, WF West remains number three. Tumwater drops to number nine after beating a three A team. 
Uh, Bearcats, do you feel like they're the third best team in the state? Sure. Could be. Right. I don't know. <laughs> that Montesano win looks pretty good. Yeah. I think the Monty win looks good. They do have losses to Seaholm, who's in the mix in there, and Linden, who's ahead of them. So I, d- I don't think they're like uh, an overwhelm. Like last year, I think they were number three, number four for most of the year. And it's like, yeah, that's a top five team. They're going to beat pretty much anyone that's below them. They're just going to have a hard time against the teams that are above them. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. This year, I, c- I don't. Just a lot of youth and inexperience. They sure, could. they're number three, but they could lose to number 10. You know, they could lose to number eight or whatever if, if they have an off night. So, um, you know, I put them in number three on my board based on their resume. But, um, like, would I be surprised if they don't trophy at state, you know, for, for whatever reason, just because that's sometimes the way the bracket works? No. Uh, the 2B girls, Napavine moves up all the way to number two. They're tied with Okanagan. Colfax is number one. Adam drops to four, Rainier to six. Where'd you guys put Napavine? I saw that. Uh, so I put him at three. So that Napavine was two. Okanagan was also two, but had two first place votes, which meant that a lot of people were putting them at like three or four as opposed yeah. to Napavine, which didn't get any first place votes. Right. So everybody was putting him at two. Okay. I had I, I have Colfax one, uh, Okanagan two, Napavine three. Adna four. Uh, the 1B girls, Mossy Rock is number three, and Willapaw Valley got some votes. That's fine. Good for them. Yeah. I put Valley in my top ten. I was probably the only one, too. So. Uh, That's this, why they're receiving votes. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Once again, I implore you, if you are feeling too hot or too cold, well, request an appointment. Maybe don't call the emergency line unless it's, uh, you know, why an extreme advertise situation. Why something that they don't want you to use? 360-273-3300 is their 24-7 emergency service line. I guess it's 24-7, so you can call it like at noon. Just call them and be like, yo, I'm not hot right now, but I'm worried I might be later. Like, I'm not hot right now. Can you help me out? And they'll be like, ah, you got a gym membership? What are you eating? What's, you, got some, you got some nice clothes? Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their office is 21822 Old Highway 99, north of Centralia. And uh, you can visit them at west.americoolonline.com. Your comfort is their business. They offer full-service HVAC installation services and repair with a 100% guarantee. And good games coming up tonight. Big ones tonight. Morton White Pass at Napavine Boys. Who you guys got? Oof. I don't know. I think it's a toss-up. Napavine at home is, is a tough, tough team to beat. Um, is Napavine a tough place to play though? Is it? I think it is uh, not because the gym is weird, but it loud. gets loud in there. It gets it, like, yeah, I get right, warnings on my watch that the decibel levels are too high. And I'm like, what settings do you have on your watch that tell you that? I don't know. What kind of what? It's cool. Jesus. What is it? Yeah. It's cool to get that and be like, ah, oh, it's like loud in this gym, you know? Do your ears not work? What? No, it's like, it, <laughs> like when the decibels reach like a hundred decibels or whatever. What does it tell you like to go outside or what? No, no, it just says the decibels are high. Turn Babylon down. Yeah, I think I might have gotten the warning during that actually. <laughs> but anyway, it gets loud in there. I yeah, think that makes right. it a tough place, but not like the gym isn't weird. It's not like Wakayakum. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the only weird thing is because they got the wa- they got the weight room like directly overhead. I remember I was at a girls game and you know everybody's there and standing up and cheering and I looked up and I think Kale Stanley and like Carson Denault were just like. Just doing, pumping iron. Yeah, just doing bench presses and watching <laughs> the game. 
like tri presses awesome. over their head, like overlooking the just just flexing on them, yeah, literally. Exactly. exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, Wakaya and Adna boys. Yep. Big. Big. We talked about it just recently. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And then Toodle Lake at Toledo. Uh, I would imagine Toodle's the favorite here, but yeah. But I think it's like I think that's a classic trap. You know, Toodle's coming off a, a huge win over Napa Vine. They have to go to Toledo, an improving Toledo team that's just kind of scrappy and are still them. looking yeah. for that sig- signature win. So, yeah, I, I would expect Tudor Lake to win this game, but I still think it... They got Morton on the horizon. Right. It just yeah, could be sort of an Friday interesting night, little uh, little trap game there for, for Tudor Lake. So, I think that's going to be an interesting Toledo's game. Toledo's going to want to probably, what, like slow it down. If you yep. can keep Cooper Fallon sort of going down low. They're not going to well, match him shot for shot. They, they do need to match him shot for shot, I think. They need Connor Olmstead to hit some threes. They need Rogan Stanley to hit some threes. Kevin Winters. They have the capability, but um, just all those guys haven't had a good shooting night at the same time. But but for sure, they don't want the game to be played in transition where Zach Swanson would yeah. kill them. I mean, the thing yeah. with Toledo is they're always it always seems they're close at the end of the first quarter. It always seems they're close Half-time. at the end of the third, and yeah. then the fourth, it just kind of slips away. They're so. always going to, yeah. They need to avoid that one bad quarter, one bad run. All right, Thursday night, Nacelle at Mossy Rock Boys and Rainier at Adna Girls. Which of those two would you be more excited about? Rainier, Adna Girls. Yeah. Okay. And I think Mossy's going to win by a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you know what? I feel like if Mossy Rock is building a big lead, they're not going to take their foot off the gas. Probably Tom not. Tom Kelly's a big, like, just 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 keep scoring guy. Yeah. I also you, think they don't love Nacelle, so No, they don't. Uh that's a recipe for running it up. But and to Tom's credit, like if he if you he will be the first to admit that like, you know, if my team was on the other end, we would fully expect you to kick our asses as well. We welcome it. Um Friday night, Tudor Lake at Morton White Pass Boys in Morton. I believe so. Really? Wait, that's yeah. Friday? It's Friday night. Oh my god. Thinking about going. Yeah. One of us should go. Man, uh, going to Morton twice in one season? When's the last time the Chronicles done that? I don't know. You're the Chad guy. Kramer, get us the, those stats. You're the Morton guy, so. <laughs> uh, and then Monster Rocket Nacelle girls. Um, I expect this one to be slightly closer than the boys game, but probably still not that close. All right. Uh, Saturday, Oakville at Rainier Boys. Interesting game. game. Alec is not impressed, and I think this one could be fun. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Rainier, I don't know. Rainier's another one of those teams that has won that like signature game yet. Sure. They they're also a wild ha- card like Toledo's a wild card. Well, they're a wild card in that they haven't had their starting lineup since like mid December. Sure, but even when they did, it's not like they were beating you know, and even then like Oakville too, I'm sort of a little less impressed with Oakville than it was at the beginning of the year. So uh, also the Bearcat invite, big wrestling tournament in Shahalis. A lot and of teams gonna have, be there. And we have covered wrestling this week. A lot of wrestling going on. Daniel Matagi, pretty we'll, good. We'll be there. Oh, he uh, he announced he's going to Central for football. Oh, good for him. Yeah. So, Chronicle All-Area MVP found a new Gets home. a scholarship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Monday, Valley plays at Morton White Pass. Is that boys basketball? Yes. Okay. Could be fun. Was and that boys? Yes. Okay. Tuesday. They played, in, uh, they played at the JQP Memorial. Jack Q. Pearson Holiday Classic. Holiday, let's have some fun. Tournament. Tournament. Experience. Experience, yeah. And, and then more than one by a lot. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Born White Pass at Rainier. Girls. And girls. Yes. Okay. Another one of those, like, middle of the pack seating. Yeah. Well, and MWP is, um, you know, looking to – so they, they – oh, I think we've talked about this in the 
in the past episodes, but the district bracket's only the top 12 teams. So, you know, the seeding for that kind of middle of the pack game matters a lot. And if MWP can spring an upset and move up to four, you know, instead of, you know, six or seven, um, obviously that's going to help you. So, uh, you know, you can't look past anyone in the central 2B. Wow. I hear it's a meat grinder. It's a meat grinder. You really, saying that. you really can't though. Well, maybe some people, some teams that will not be named. In some sports. In some sports, but but like I, I think anywhere from seven up, you you really, you know, you, you gotta be locked in. Uh anything else you guys want to add before we sign off? I was just channeling channeling my inner Chris Banish there. Yeah. All right. Anything can ha- happen in the conference of champions. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll uh, see you guys next week.